welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Floyd Solo in the building. Oh, if you can see me right now, I'm just doing my dance. Ooh, oh, hit it. I'm doing that side of dance. What up, everybody? Yo, I just got done having an awesome workout at the gym. Uh, worked a little bit of overtime at work, and I'm home, and I decided that I wanted to give not necessarily give y'all a podcast but like i'm just real excited about being able to record when i want and like my energy and she is good because i'm like you know what i don't gotta make an hour podcast i can make like a 20 30 minute podcast get my point across say what i want to say and today i got a lot of shit to say i will be very loquacious on this episode today what a wonderful word for me um yeah so uh anyway I just want to say one thing. Well, oh shit, drop my lighter. I just want to read something real quick if you can uh, bear with me. So I just want to read a word, a definition of a word that has, has just been somehow, I've been feeling like it's tugging at my soul and the word is jealousy. Now let's just, you know, you know get a definition of jealousy. So now, the state or feeling of being jealous. Now, there's some synonyms of it. Envy, envious. I'm not going to read that one. Desire, resentment, resentfulness, bitterness, discontent, spite, grudge. Uh, You know, we pretty much know what the word jealousy means. And uh, we've all encountered somebody who has been jealous. We have been jealous before. Let's just keep it 100. All I'm going to say is this. When people are jealous of you no matter what it is you have if you have a car or you got a nice closet full of sneakers ladies you you know your your weave is looking right uh white girls your tan is on point you know uh mexican girls your quinceanera was dope when you had one i mean i don't fucking know you know when fellas you know when, when people just are envious and jealous of you you almost kind of got to be like, yo, you got to kind of take a step back and be like, damn, that's how you feel. Like, for instance, friends should not be jealous of other people's friends. And let me just say this real quick about that. A lot of us, when you get in your 30s, you don't really have a lot of friends. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people you might have grew up with, they might done got married, had kids, moved away, or they might be strung out on drugs, or they might still be drinking, or y'all just might have had it fallen out. So, you know, at this age of my life, if I have a real good friend, and this real good friend said, hey, this is a good person right here, or if I've heard about this person a lot, you know, I might kind of want to meet this person, but okay, this is a cool, cool person. For example, my homegirl at the airport when I first started working there. She introduced me to Zai, who was my boy. That's been my boy for like 13, 14 years. You know what I'm saying? And Zai's a good dude. We've never fell out. We've always had a very good friendship relationship. You know, that's my guy. And uh, he met a good friend of mine, Marcel. And now those two are friends and they game it up and we all have a podcast. See, this is what how friends supposed to be. When you are a good person and you surround yourself with good people and you have another good person, you want to make your circle better with good people. Am I right or am I wrong? With all that being said, you can't get jealous when people connect. And it's like, you know, I don't get mad at Zod and Marcel for talking or hanging out or whatever they I don't get mad at that shit because it's like yo I want my friends to have a connection I want my friends to be cool and shit right so 
I'm pretty much just like the more dope people that I can introduce to more dope people that just makes my circle full of doper people. Am I right or am I wrong? Because I'm noticing this shit at work, right? I'm sitting at work and I'll just play the back, mind my business. Uh, one of the dudes is a team leader and he came from the floor with the rest of us peasants, but he said, I'm a fucking go for this other higher position. He got it. So now he's a team leader and all his other friends. We all, well, I'm not a friend, but all the rest of us, we know we low level people, you know, we below him and shit. Right. So, you know, obviously when you a manager, team leader, with everybody in a big wig state or whatever, you know, you kind of can't hang out with people or, you know, kind of quote unquote fraternize with us because you got to be professional and shit, right? So I'm starting to see this dude at work, right? And him and his friends, they really ain't fucking with him because he's a supervisor, well, team leader, and he's kind of got to be a dick to these dudes and be like, hey, get off your phone, start doing this better, you know, tighten up. So he's kind of got a job. He's got a job to do himself. And I'm seeing his quote unquote friends or whatever, mad and shit like fuck this dude right so here i am i'm talking to the other little dude at work we talking about basketball we talking about rap he a cool little dude man i like him man he, he look like he would shank somebody been to prison little 25 year old dude been to prison and shit like i shank a motherfucker you know what i'm saying so i'm talking to him right we talking about basketball giannis all this shit rap you know he talking about Nas, his favorite rapper i told him bro you ain't even fucking been alive long enough to like Nas over jay-z shit like that right the the team leader comes over man you know, jump in our conversation. Me, I'm an OG, so I'll look at him. I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to fuck with you later and shit, right? So I'll walk away. You know what I'm saying? Then at lunch, you know, me and him, we're outside chopping it up. I'm like, hey, man, you know, let me get a square, you know, blah, blah, blah. So here come the the uh, the uh team lead. He come outside. Me and my man in a circle talking. I got a ladder from him. We over here talking. Here he come again. What's up, guys? What you guys talking? I'm like, bro. You know, so as I'm sitting back on my job, come back from break, I'm feeling to myself like, yo, I think this dude might be a little jealous because me and you over here, you know, conjugating, talking about sports. You know what I'm saying? I think he's a little jealous. He's like, nah, man, you think so? I'm like, yeah, I kind of think so, bro. So we on our last break, right? Me and my homeboy, we sitting there talking again and shit, right? Well, whoa, whoa, here come the dude. It was like getting our conversation again. I walk away. You know what I'm saying? And everything was confirmed to me that, yo, this dude is jealous. And I'm the type like this. Like, look, bro, you don't got to be jealous. We ain't fighting over, over friendship, bro. Like, I really don't want to be friends with people I work with. It's just I have to be cool and cordial. And sometimes you just get cool with a motherfucker. But I said all that to say this. You can't get mad if you are a person that introduces somebody to somebody. Y'all get cool. Because I haven't been introduced to a lot of motherfuckers. I'm like, yo, they cool. That's a cool motherfucker right there. I'm just saying, you know, I feel like everybody should get along and everybody should just be like, yo, if you good people, you good people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't really matter. Because in a world where everybody is fucked up mentally and emotionally, I mean, you can actually find some people in a circle of other good people. You kind of want to surround yourself with them good people. That's all I'm saying, man. You know, so... People, man, got to stop being so jealous when you introduce people to other people and then they get cool. You got to stop being jealous and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then if you are jealous, you got to get out your own fucking feelings, man, because obviously you in your feelings because you feel some type of way. That sounds like an insecurity to me. I could be wrong. But, hey, whatever. People are weird. People do funny shit, you know what I'm saying? And when people start doing the funny shit like that, sometimes you just got to be like, you know what? Maybe they going through a problem. Maybe they got a deeper rooted issue. Maybe they just straight jealous. I don't fucking know. Oh,
times when I want to say something or express myself and I don't because I know it's going to be bad or maybe I'm overreacting, I just hold it inside. And the real shit, I talk to myself inside my head and I know this shit is going to sound crazy as hell, but okay, for instance, at work, this lady at work, she's probably like four foot nine, five foot even, right? Older lady. She looks like Meg Griffin if she was 60 years old, right? So I got to work with her. You know what I mean? I don't really like the lady and I really don't dislike her. You know what I'm saying? Because I really just kind of do my own thing. Right. I'm putting the part in. Well, it's a couple of things. This is the first one. So I'm putting the part in, right? We got a top and we got a bottom. They say top and they say bottom. So the part comes, boom. You know, I go get the stuff that I need. I grab my tops and my bottom. So I go put the top on there, boom, boom. And the bottom, right? Well, the bottom piece is the top piece. And I'm like, wrong piece, right? In my head, I'm thinking this shit in my head. I didn't say out loud, you know, I just walk over it because it's not nothing that needs to be addressed because it's a simple mistake. We all do it in that particular part of my job. We all do it. So I go put the piece back and she's like, what is that? I'm like, it's a bottom. It's a top. I need a bottom. And she's like, well, the tops can be the bottom. And I just kind of looked at her and I was like, and I just can't, I moved back over to the area and put the bottom there and then went back and did the shit right. So that was number one. Didn't piss me off too bad, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm in my head like whatever, man. Number two, put the part in, put everything in, right? You know, and I got to walk in this little narrow area. Narrow area. Now, it's not super narrow, but my big ass can fit through there. And I'm, you know, 6'1", 6'2", you know, 278 pounds of pure caramel, okay? So, I do that. Boom, boom, boom. You know, I'm, I'm walking to the part, right? Now, she's in the way where I kind of need to walk through. And I kind of feel like inside I shouldn't have to say excuse me. And the reason why I shouldn't have to say excuse me is because we've done this job. It's a repetitive job. You know I have to go back and forth through that way. You know what I'm saying? Like me, if I know the guy who's working the big arm and shit, I don't go in front of him. I wait till he gets completely done doing what he does, and I maneuver around him. He doesn't have to say excuse me unless I'm talking and I'm not paying attention. He needs to get somewhere. Other than that, you shouldn't have to say excuse me, especially when you see somebody coming. Like, so you see me coming, right? I'm a big dude. And you don't move out the way. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, not even going to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? She kind of might be a little burnt. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, ain't been no big deal about it. Put the part there. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, mind you, I did this a hundred and probably 50 times today, this lady just stood there and did not move out of my way for 148 parts. Yes. So now I'm in my head thinking like, should I say something? Should I let it go? And you know, the whole time I'm thinking like my face is blank, right? And I know I'm looking like an asshole. I know I'm looking like I want to say something and shit. But I don't say nothing. I let it go. Well, this chick, I'm doing something, right? She literally, like, crawls under, like, I got my arms up holding the part. And is we about to set it down on this part, on this table. And she literally, like, walks under us and almost gets her fucking head hit. Like, that's one time. Last week, there was nothing in sight. Nothing on the ground but gravity and little small pieces of dirt. She trips and falls. Bam. She tripped and fell. I'm looking like, yo, what the fuck? And everybody's looking like, I don't know 
what she fell on. I said all that to say this. I shouldn't made I shouldn't have made an assumption about this lady saying that she's probably fucking stupid. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have made that assumption. Cause what I come to find out is she just don't give a fuck. That's the bottom line. She just don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? She just like, fuck it. I'm gonna stay. I don't give a fuck. You fall down, you know what I'm saying? She got back up like ain't shit happened. You know what I'm saying? You almost got your fucking head chopped off by a park. Didn't give a fuck. I was going to run your ass over and shit and tell you to move out the way, but you just didn't move for 149 parts. So uh, apparently, I made an assumption that you were stupid, but in actuality, you just don't give a fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I'm just saying, you know, I don't like when people make assumptions about me, and I shouldn't make assumptions about people either. It's a crazy world we live in, man. And we just always want to do that shit and just, you know, think we know somebody when we really don't, you know. And then what be fucked up, too, is when you know somebody and you and you tell that person, oh, man, I've seen the change in you. And then when you don't fuck with that person no more, then it's like all the good shit out the window. Everybody do that shit, man. Everybody do that shit. I see that shit on Instagram. Motherfuckers be in love for like three years. I literally watch this girl be fat and get a banging ass body with no surgery. Literally, and I watch her and her boyfriend and and uh, her son and shit. Man, I literally watched all this shit, right? And I just assumed that everything was kosher and shit. Pictures, my man, I love him. He's doing so great. But the minute they broke up, all I seen was. Motherfuckers ain't shit. When you got a good girl, when you got a good girl, you cherish her. I seen all this shit, and I, I'm the type of person, I don't want to make assumptions about it, but it just seems like all the shit she said good about this man is went out the motherfucking window when they broke up. He was a cheater. He wasn't shit. He was draining her energy. Blah, 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 blah. Look, first of all, if you with a motherfucker that's draining your energy, for more than three days, I'm out, okay? I'm not going to be with somebody that's draining my energy for six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 plus years. You know what I'm saying? You drain my energy in the first month. I'm like, look, motherfucker, you got one more time to fuck with my energy like that. And I'm good. I'm done. And what's the point of talking shit about somebody when you don't fuck with them no more? You know what I'm saying? Especially the whole time, if you ain't said nothing bad about this man or this woman the whole fucking time y'all been split up or, I mean, been together... And then when y'all split up and you want to say all the bad shit, yo, you's a fake motherfucker in my opinion. I'm going to tell you like this. You know what? I'm going to come back. Floyd's World Podcast. We'll be right back. For that, I'm going to just say this, and it's the last time I'll ever address this shit, unless I got a guest on here and they would, want, and they would like to address it. Fellas, if you have a lady friend, 
and you guys are cool, and I'm talking like tight, like y'all are tight. If you have feelings for this girl, one of two things are going to happen. Number one, she's going to say, I feel the same. Let's see where it goes. Or number two, you're going to weird her out, and she is going to put you on the back burner. Everything y'all have ever done or had or... You know what I'm saying? Any kind of friendship you guys had, it's all done. It's ripped up. Ripped up, thrown out the window, burnt, it's done. You'll never, ever, ever, ever have that same friendship with her again. Now, see, I'm the type of person, like, if I fuck with you and I fuck with you tough, I become protective of you. You know what I'm saying? And to me... There's nothing that could ever break up a friendship that I have with somebody unless you fuck my girl, do something to my kid, or you steal from me. Because even if you talk shit about me, the fact that you can't say it to my face lets me know you respect me that much to not say it to my face. You know what I mean? But, fellas, say how you feel. I'm going to just let that marinate for a second. Hold on. Fellas, say how you feel. Express yourself. Express yourself. Express yourself. I'm going to tell you like this. I've been going to therapy. Lovely thing. I, I told y'all many, many moons ago about it. But let me tell you something. Fellas, it does not make you a punk, a bitch, or a pussy if you express how you feel. Unless it's on some weak shit, like bro, you can't be weak. But if you if you feeling angry inside, express that shit. But to be fair, express it in, as in express it in a way that is mature. And if you aren't a mature person, try to be as mature as you can. I've had to learn that, and I'm still being mature. But I still like to do immature shit here and there. But fellas, express how you feel. If you like a girl, express how you feel. You know what I mean? But, but, don't, I got a, I had a friend, man, okay, he probably won't even fucking, I don't even know this motherfucker even alive anymore, but his name is Paul, right, this motherfucker, this was years ago, like 14 years ago, right, we all in my apartment and shit, chilling, we all getting high, smoking dirt weed and shit, this motherfucker told me, and my girl at the time, and my homeboy was all there, we was sitting around and shit, and he was like, yeah, it was this girl at work that I liked, everything, you know, we're all like, oh, what's good, Paul, you know what I'm saying, my man, good, and uh, he was like, yeah, I tried to talk to her, but it didn't go too well, I'm like, oh, man, that sucks, man, you know, my uh, ex, she's like, what'd you do, and he was like, I pulled out the guitar and sang her a song in front of everybody in the kitchen, bruh, <laughs> on my bomber, man, may God strike me down right now when I'm telling this story, man, boy, I swear this shit, I could not make this shit up, bro, this dude literally played a song, <laughs> and it made the girl embarrassed so fellas don't do that but you know go to a crib you know you know what i'm saying and bring some food so here's the thing i think you know if i think if you go if you go to a girl's house and you bring food like you're, you're the shit and also if you text a girl at like 1 in the morning and be like you hungry i guarantee you she's gonna be like what's good 
instead of saying what you're doing. Because you're going to be like, this motherfucker, I'm asleep. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, fellas, express how you feel. You know what I mean? If you feeling crazy and shit or you feeling some type of way about something, hey, if you got a homeboy, man, that you can trust, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Hit him up. Like, man, I need to talk to you. You know, express, you know, how you feel. Get that shit out. It's so good to get that shit out. This is why I, uh, one of the reasons why I resurrected the podcast. Well, I shouldn't say resurrected. One of the reasons why I just said, fuck it, let me just get on the podcast because I just like to get all this shit fucking out. I don't care if it hurts somebody's feelings. Well, I do care, but I mean, I just feel like, man, this is how I got to get shit out. Because shit be bothering me. And you know what? Sometimes your friends may not want to hear this shit, but you know, you got other motherfuckers. It's like 300 billion people or trillion people in this motherfucking world. You know, somebody going to fuck with you. You feel me? Somebody going to fuck with you. So, fellas, let it be known, man. Get that shit out. Just don't do it on social media. I think social media getting played out too, man. Real deal. Like, I think Facebook is dead. I ain't been on Facebook in a year. You know what I mean? I And I said the only way that I'm ever going back to Facebook is, you know, when or if I get a six-pack and when my man boobs go away. When I can go on Facebook and take a picture with my shirt off and have fucking abs and shit and, you know what I'm saying, that's when I go back to Facebook. So, you know, ain't going to be no time soon. I'm going to tell you that right now. But I think social media getting played out, man. It's just like, fuck it, man. I've been putting my phone down a lot lately. I would leave my phone in the living room when I sleep. You know, I bring the iPad in there, though, because, you know what I'm saying, can't nobody text on that bitch because I got my text off. But I bring the iPad in there as an alarm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of getting off this whole phone shit. Kind of just, you know, on the weekend when I got time off, I cut my phone off and shit, you know what I mean? I don't really be bothered with people. Or if I really want to fuck with somebody, I'd be like, hey, you know, I'm a hit you up around this time so I can cut my phone off. Because I think we all need to cut the phone off. We all need to cut the phone Get off of social media, like, and if not social media, yo, dumb that shit down. Like, I don't even got a Snapchat, bro. I used to be got off ridiculous on Snapchat, waking up in the morning, taking a video of me peeing, you know what I'm saying? Just ridiculous on Snapchat. I said, man, fuck that. I got too much shit going on on my phone. And that was another reason why I didn't do the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be on my phone. I'm going to look at workout videos, you know what I'm saying? Looking at girls that work out, looking at sneakers, looking at polo, you know what I mean? Just looking at shit. And I'm like, man, I look up. I'm like, fuck, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. I've been here for four hours looking at shit on the phone, man, being unproductive. So I told myself I need to start being productive now. Plus, the first three months of the year, I look at it as like a free trial. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got my first three months for free, and now they're going to start taking money out of my check right now. So now I feel like my 2019 has begun because I started off at, uh, shit, April. With a um with a bang, you know, thirty days of fitness, which I have not went thirty days in a row, but I have went today, I think is the fourteenth of seventeen days. What's today's date? Yeah, fourteenth of seventeen days. I had to take a couple of days off. Cause yo, sometimes you gotta give your body a rest, man. I ain't Arnold Schwarzenegger over here, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta give my body a rest. And I'm am thirty six, so but you know, it's the I'm trying to get myself uh, to go into the gym every day and at least be there for an hour and a half and no, no bullshit. Like I, I really wish my gym had Wi-Fi and shit so I can just, you know what I'm saying? Cut shit off, but whatever, man. So this totally veered left, right. And then it did like a whole fucking 360 and shit. I started talking about feelings and expressing feelings to social media. I started, see, this is the kind of shit that happens, man. This is why my mother 
didn't put me on pills. See, my generation, we didn't have these fucking pills, man. Parents just used to look at your ass and be like, the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, my parents have put me on that shit. Now I'm an adult that my brain be going. I be all over the place, but I know I'm good, though. These little kids be vaccined up and fucking on these little pills and shit. Like, I'm on everything. Like, damn. Whatever, man. All right. Uh, I'm done. It is 3.23 in the morning. Uh, I had to get that shit off my chest, man. I don't even know if I'm going to release this or not. This just might be a personal in the archives. But if I do release this shit, man, whatever. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Because I really don't want to have to spell it out. The next time you call me, I'm going to sit and stare at the screen. Waiting for the call to end. What up, what up, what up? Floyd, Solo, back in the building, back in the flesh, boy. All right, so here's part two of the interview that I had with my, um, yeah. So uh, here's part two of the interview, Floyd's World Podcast. you reject guys in a respectful way when they're respectful to you? I try to. You try to? I will... I don't, I'm not looking for somebody. Yeah. I'm not trying to So you're to straight say, up with them right not, when it is. You're straight up like, with them. That's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Hey, we're cool. Like, we can talk, chit-chat, whatever. But I'm not trying to right. like, meet anybody. I'll tell them right off right off jump. Like, that's and not I what think I that's want. Dope. I but think that's dope. in the same sense, like, a lot, like you said, guys don't take rejection very well. So we they might, oh, you're a bitch, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. It is what it is. I am a bitch. I can be a bitch. You know that. Yeah, I've seen it. You know that. I've seen it via first. text. And I've and, and, and I felt it. Not from what I did, but just I felt it being around a situation. So, I mean, it's just, I find myself to be a very down-to-earth person. I'm this a very honest facts. person. I love what I love. Yeah. I, I go beyond for people that I care this for. This is true. That this is true, ladies and gentlemen. And everything. And, I mean, I guess if you're lucky enough to get up in my circle, then I guess... You see that? So, <laughs> with that being so, how many? So, when it comes to friend zoning a guy, what makes you want to friend zone a guy? What makes you be like, you know what? I think he's cool enough to be friends with, but not date. But I'm gonna put him in a friend zone. Definitely, what they got going on in their life. Meaning. Meaning, you got crazy ass baby mamas. You can't hold a job down. You know. You can't keep your own place, like stuff like that. Like, okay, you you don't have none of this stuff, or right. you can't keep your life together. Like, your life is out there, but you're at the bar every night. You at the yeah, strip club every night, yeah. like stuff like that. Like, me personally, I have kids. Right. Shout out to the kids. I can't talk to somebody or be with somebody that can't not do that stuff right you have to be able to be like hey you want to chill and watch a movie hey i gotta take my kids to the park right chuck e cheese huckleberry junction right which you know i i I, me personally i was i was kind of against dating a girl with kids and shit because my whole thing was a girl could never i always had the issue with the girl could never have a babysitter but 
I think it might be the type of girls that I attract because one girl I dated couldn't find a babysitter and then she did find a babysitter. She didn't have a car and I had to like, you know, pick her up and take her home at like six in the morning. I'm like, bruh, you know, why can't you just stay the night? But I get it. It just sucks though being friend zone, you know what I'm saying? Because like when, a, when you hear a girl talk a certain way about a dude or whatever and it's almost like the bitch is describing you and then you like, yo, let me get on my fucking Jordans and my jersey and just shoot my shot and then it's like, nah, that ain't happening. <laughs> like, I just don't, what is y'all mind, what goes through y'all mind when y'all are like, I want a dude who's, I'm going to describe myself here, I want a dude who's light skinned with waves, got muscles, you know what I'm saying, a couple tattoos, you know, nice teeth, got his shit together. When y'all describe that and you have that right there, what is it about the person that's right there that that says, nah, I don't want to fuck with you? What is all women think like that? I can't say all, okay. but I would say most. Most? I would say most. Like 90%? Like, you, <laughs> as a female, if you're not in the right mindset, mindset. in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't, you're not happy with what you got going on. You're going to, you're going to be with someone that's going to dog you. You know, and that's and real shit. The, that's real shit. It's truth right there. That's the honest to God truth. You will go and you will find someone that's going to dog you. Yeah. You might, oh, he's this, he's that, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? He's still going to dog you. Yeah. And you're going to keep going back. You want to know why? Because he does want you. He yeah. does. He's going to He's gonna put it off that he wants you. Right. But in the same sense, he's just like, eh, I'm going to go fuck this other bitch too. Like, and see, that's what's fucked up because I think it's like... I don't know. I think, like, so many girls have been done wrong by so many dudes and shit. Like, I almost like they expect it coming from another guy. And I think that it, I think that if you really like the girl or whatever. Okay, let's say, for instance, you got a guy in your DMs and, you know, you kind of like him, but you want to keep him in a friend zone and shit. Like, and if he says, can we continue to be friends and talk, do you think that he could ever get out of the friend zone at some point in time? If you're like, you know what? Let me get this man a shot. Absolutely. Absolutely? That's the real shit. Now. Do you think that exes should try to give things a run down again? Because from what I understand, people say redating your ex is like watching a movie. You already know how it's going to end. Do you feel that way? Or do you feel like people need time to grow apart, do their own thing, and then do you think that they could ever come back at one point? Um, I would say yes and no. Yes and no? Because a lot of guys that, like, for instance, when I was in high school, I was mm -hmm. engaged. Okay. I got engaged young. Guy, white boy swag. <laughs> like, Does this white boy have tattoos? Just out of curiosity. Yes, but okay. did not. He only had a couple. A couple. Okay. Stuff. Okay. But he was a couple years older than I was. You know, he wasn't in school. He was out working. You know, he had his life together and everything. Yeah. So I got with him. We were together a few months. He asked me. To marry him. I told him, yeah. Oh. I was in love. Ooh. I was young. High school love. But it came down to that was really the only thing we had. Like, right. I wasn't allowed to hang out with my friends. Oh. I lost a lot of friends over him. Right, he right, didn't right. want me going here. He didn't want me going there. But then it came down to, okay, I'm going to bed to go to school in the morning. Right. And I'm getting phone calls the next day like, hey, I seen your dude at the bar. Like, that's cool, but he was telling me that he was at home going to bed. Right. So, like, he kind of put me in the place that I am now 
as a person. Made you cold as ice. No, I'm just kidding. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Like, he kind of made me, yeah. like, I will never be with someone that's going to tell me that I can't have friends or that I can't hang out with this person or I can't do that or you can't go there. I don't want someone like that. I don't want right. someone that's going to control my life like that. I don't want someone that's going to be like, oh, I'm going to bed and... Fun at the bar. Yeah, and you're shit. at the bar, like hanging out with my people, though. Like you're hanging out with my people, thinking that they're not gonna say something to me. Yeah. Like, no, like they're my people. Like they're gonna tell and me. And you got, I got to keep in mind, this is back before social media was even yes. a thing, people. So this is actually picking up the fucking cricket phone. I had, I did <laughs> have a cricket phone. Yo, all you young motherfuckers that's got cricket now. When we had cricket in, in Flint, Michigan, we couldn't go out of Genesee County. You know, just so y'all know, we couldn't go out of Genesee County. But. We could switch our plate, our face plate That's to whatever right. we wanted. Shout out to the Carousel. That's when I had, <laughs> man, I played the fuck out of Snake, the Indigo Screen. So that leads me to this uh, next subject right here. Marriage. It sucks. It sucks. Definitely, in my point of view, I never wanted to get married. I got with somebody... At Jester's. See? If you're in Flint, stay the fuck away from Jester's. I met someone at Jester's. I was 21. I had just went through a bad breakup. Um, We started talking, but it was like, oh, hey, we're just kicking it, whatever, here and there. And then it turned into more. And then a couple years later, I ended up pregnant. And Shout out. baby. Shout out. My baby girl. Woo! Uh... I was still living wild. Yeah. I wasn't ready to settle down. I didn't want to be married. I've, ne- I've never been that girl that was like, when I get married, I'm going <laughs> to have this and this, and these are going to be my bridesmaids, and we're going to dance this. I was not that type of girl. Like, I was the tomboy girl out playing football, getting yeah. scraped up. Like, I hung out with the boys. Like, I right, was right, always right. with the guys. And so that was, like, something that I never wanted. Like, my parents have been married for... Going on 45 years this year. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I grew time. up in a very tight family. Right. They, I mean, they worked through their problems and everything, but you could also tell that there was times in their marriage that they weren't happy. They're like, fuck that this That they shit. didn't want to be together. Yeah. You know, and, My parents like that now. They stayed. They yeah. stuck through it. Even now, at 62 years old, yeah. you know, they got married when they were 17. They've, they're still together. They've. They work through shit, but there are days that my dad don't talk to my mom. Yeah. There's days that my mom don't talk to my dad. <laughs> but it's like, when it comes down to it, I'll be like, hey, me and the kids are here to make dinner. Like, we sit down as a family, right. we have dinner, and they will speak to each other because they know that that's the right thing to do. And I think by that point, it's just, why quit? You know what I'm saying? At that point, why At that quit? point, yeah. Yeah, like, fuck them. Like, fuck. I don't know, I guess. It came down to it. I was out doing... Me being a bar butterfly, butterfly. (laughs) doing shit that I probably shouldn't have been doing. Right. And then I was just like, he asked me for the third time, hey, I want to get married. Was it like, hey, you want to get married? I did not get a proposal. It was, I have Yo, fellas, this is, she's dropping a gym right now, fellas, because I'm over here like, whoa, that shit crazy. I did not get a proposal. I got a, you know, that... I want to, you know, I want to marry you. Right. So we might as well do it. Here's a ring I bought for you. Like, li- literally, like, not on one knee, not, yeah, like, not even traditional. I didn't even get flowers or nothing. Like, it was literally. And you take it to dinner? It was literally a box in a bag. Like, here. So if you could, shit. so if you could tell your younger self, 
anything about getting married or having him propose to you, what would you say to your younger self? That if it, I guess if it's not there, it's not, not there. there. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess because like I want it comes back to it. I never wanted to get married. Right. It, but I gave it that chance to try and make a family for my daughter because like, right. she deserves that. She right. deserves to have her parents together. She deserves all that. We got married. We have two other kids. Shout out to the middle child. It's my favorite. Can't have a favorite. I, I, I didn't really know the first one, and I really don't know the last one, but I definitely know the middle one, so. <laughs> I mean, for crying, look, her middle child is my favorite, and I'm going to tell you why, because my son had a birthday party years ago. I don't know. He's probably like 10 or 11. I don't fucking know, but he had a birthday party, and none of the other kids or parents would fucking talk to me or play with me, but her middle child stuck with me through the whole day at Chuck E. Cheese. We stole tickets. We, we cheated on games, so yes, he's my favorite. He is your screensaver. He's my my screensaver. Is he one of your profile pictures yes. somewhere too? Yes, he's a profile picture for my iPhone ID, and when she calls me or texts me, it is the picture of him on a car in Chuck E. Cheese. I was always 50-50 about getting married because I always felt like, like you can love somebody, you can give somebody the symptoms of a marriage, you can give them everything like that, but it's like once you put that stamp on it, it's like a wrap. It's like calling each other boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, is that is that literally true though? Once you put the stamp on it, is just goes downhill. Yep. I mean, in my okay, first year of marriage. All right, it's always the great, right? Dandy. Yeah. But, I'm married. But in the same sense, we got pregnant with my son a couple months after we got married, so we had that excitement, over excitement. We're newlyweds. Right. You know, we're starting a new chapter of our lives. We're having another baby. You know, my daughter's excited because she's a big sister right. now. And then it was just like, okay, cool. Started going downhill a little bit. Oh, bam, pregnant again. Woo! By so. the way, she is Mexican, so you know she's fertile as fuck. <laughs> Bro, if y'all could see the stare <laughs> she gave me when I said that, holy shit! Hey, but it took me 20 years to have my first child shout out yeah because it only took my baby mama 19 it only took me 20, 18 took her 18 took me 20 so I, i'm definitely proud of him because i'm gonna tell you why i'm proud of him because the girls that, I, that was opposed supposed to have my babies oh my god oh my <laughs> fucking god i thank god look i get on my knees i'm like i'm doing a lot i lie, but i think i think i lie every day like oh man that could have been my baby mama but knowing what you know now i would never get married never get married Never get married. But in my head, when we did get married. You're just marking your territory, huh? I did. <laughs> it was in my eye. Um, in my situation and everything, like, I didn't want to get married. So when it came down to it, I still told him, like, it's just a piece of paper. Right. It doesn't really mean nothing. Like. Now, see, that's one thing I, I was going to ask because like I said I've never had a woman on this show talk these things about so I'm very like intrigued right now and I'm very verklempt that's an awesome word for a African because I'm no longer Puerto Rican which I'll get into later um yeah I'm so verklempt right now but so okay how would you feel if a dude was like I want to be with you I would like to marry you but I know you don't want to get married I don't want to get married so let's just a have a little ceremony on the beach 
I give you a fucking ring and we'll have a big ass party. Do you think most people would reject that or just be down with that? Because personally, I would like that. I would never want to get married. I don't want to get married. But I'd rather be with you forever and give you all the symptoms of a marriage. But I don't want to give you my last name. Do you think women would accept that? Or would you accept that? I would. What? But only for the fact that that's kind of like what I threw at him. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't want a wedding. Yeah. I don't want a ceremony. I don't want none of that. I just want to have a party. Like, right. let's go to the courthouse. We'll get married. We'll have our parents there, our siblings. And then we'll have a big-ass party. That's but what I want. then he was <clears> like, no, I want you to do this and that. And kind of put me into a whole another like literally if it wasn't for my cousin yeah you wouldn't be where you were no like if it wasn't for my cousin my wedding wouldn't have been done oh. at all like he did everything for oh me. the um the happy one yes okay. my happy cousin hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like literally he did all my decorations yeah. he did our cake he did everything like he planned up. everything he planned my bachelorette party because my wedding. i bet he did <laughs> yeah. look did have white people food. My husband's white. What's white people food? Casserole. Macaroni salad, potatoes. Hey, okay, hold on. Wait, look, 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 look. Okay, hold on. Don't knock macaroni salad. What? All right, I'm cool. Potato salad, I fuck with it. Wait, wait, wait. With macaroni salad, with or without peas. I like peas, so. That is the only way I'll eat peas. I, I like. I got a whole fucking freezer full of peas. I just put it in the fucking pot, eat them. See, I can't do peas, but I do like it in my macaroni salad. See, no, I like potato salad, but I don't like them motherfuckers put raisins in them. Can't do raisins. I can't. I can't do raisins I like in pickles. In mine. I can do it with the pickles because I like the you know the sweet sour or whatever. I like I like pickles. Period. You know, pause. Uh, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. But the raisins, okay. It's like it all comes down to like you have to go back to your day ones. Like you got the to. ones that are you there, the ones the ones that are gonna be there for the rest of your life. Like you I have to. very few of those. <clears throat> I come and go in their I'm lives. like a day 789 or something like that. But, you know, I, I think I've bumped my way to top five. I'm just going to say that. Maybe top ten. I don't even have ten friends. See? <laughs> For all you people that need motherfuckers to be your friends and want to have a lot of friends, when we in our 30s, okay? If I count all the people that I would consider my friend when I was like 13 up until like 28, I had a million. Now, I got like probably seven real good friends. Like seven solid people, I can like I can really depend on. And I would say more than five, less than ten. Okay, like seven and a half. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't have any midget friends, which would be awesome. Uh, right. But <laughs> right. <laughs> that would oh be awesome God. to have a midget. Right. Friend. Look, if I have, I do have a friend that's pregnant, so that's kind of a half. See, did you, see, there you go. I got a half right there, and then uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> The funny thing about it is I went to elementary school with her husband, but we're not going to talk about that. That's just weird. And there's, again, about our city being so small. Like, you know, you can't help but to fucking run into people and have relations with people that know other people and shit. But, hey, that's just the way life goes. So, I guess the bottom line is don't get married. I would never get married again. Yeah. I would get married, like, if one of my friends or one of my close people was like, I'm dying. Yeah. I just want to get married so that I have some, someone. Something, like, yeah. I have that structure, someone to take care of me, or I'd probably do that. But as far as getting married, no, nope. I would never do it. I either. can't. I don't want to do it either. And I don't want to do it traditionally. I don't really rock it's, a religion like but that. But look, it's so different now because of social media. It social is, Social media it fucks is, up uh, everything. And this is why I don't have a Facebook. 
or a Twitter or a Snapchat. I just got an Instagram. We're and, not friends on Instagram, just so everybody knows. <laughs> I don't know We're why. We're not friends I don't know why. to be friends on you know Instagram. You know what? Whatever, man. I will make you my friend on Instagram. Uh, I will make you my I'm friend. Not gonna look and look what's <laughs> fucked up. About, and you know what's fucked up about the Instagram, man? I be having like girls be like posting like sexy eyes and hearts and shit under my page and all that and kisses. And I know it's other girls that probably like me that be looking at that shit and being like, "This motherfucker's a player." And like, I just want to say, ladies, y'all gotta stop doing that shit. Like, would you ever do that to a guy? Like, a, a guy friend or somebody you're cool with, you might think he's a little cute, but you're like, hey, he's cute, but I don't really feel him like that. Would you ever go in there, like, a workout picture of him or something to be, like, sexy, emoji eyes, kiss face? No. No? See? But I gotta have a guy mindset about stuff. Like You kind of do have a guy mindset I, about shit. You drink beer. I do. And you say bro. I do. And you I smoke cigarettes. And you... This motherfucker <laughs> cusses a lot, bro. <laughs> and it's funny, because, like... You can, I can just pitch you in my head outside by fucking bitches yelling and shit, but like not in a rude way, but calling her friend like, like her friend and my ex girlfriend are friends, and you don't know how many times I heard the fuck you doing hooker face. You don't know how many times I heard that, <laughs> but you gotta have friends like that. Chill here, bitch. Right, you gotta have friends like that though, right? Yeah. You got to. You gotta have friends like that. You gotta have friends that you can talk shit with, joke with. You know what I'm saying? Be serious and. Like, me and her had a conversation a couple of days ago, and I had said that, um, I'm going to just paraphrase, like, real friendship, you can just go away from people for a minute and then come back and pick up like God never left off and shit. And I think that's when you know the shit is real. I mean, you know the friendship is legit. Because you don't got to talk every day. You know what I mean? You don't got to. One Let of my best friends that, like, growing up all through elementary and everything, she lives in Kentucky. She comes up and sees her mom every couple months or whatever but yeah. it's, it never fails every time she's in town we go have lunch yeah. i go to her mom's house actually i gotta go to the store and buy her mom flowers for her birthday today um but it's like it's the it's those kind of people that will be in your life forever and they, those are the ones that when it comes down to it the day that you die the day that you're being yeah. put in the ground those are the ones that are gonna As matter we both found this out yes. a couple of weeks ago uh, we had a friend that passed away we're not gonna get into it because none of your fucking business but the amount of people that i'm not on facebook but from what i heard the amount of people that show quote-unquote love on facebook as opposed to the people who were actually there was ridiculous it was sad very sad it was sad very sad but you know yeah that's cool that you know real friendship like that to come back around because i think people People are just assholes all the time, and you know, having a good core, good circle is cool, especially when you're on third shift and you know, somebody's up there at night, like, hey, what's happening? Which, you know, I'm a, I'm a night owl, so I'm always up, I'm always trying to text people, interact with people at night and shit. So, you know, talk this shit. is my, yeah, this is my talk shit buddy at night, so you know, that good stuff. So, are you getting drunk tonight? I, think so. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta prep my liver for Vegas. Prep your Oh, Vegas. Oh, okay. You know what they say about Vegas, right? What? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I ain't never been to Vegas. I ain't going to Vegas until 2020. That's uh-uh. my first trip. Hashtag 2020. Mardi Gras. I'm going up there for the Raiders. We're going to Mardi Gras. Yeah. Next year. Now, you know, I wanted to go to... Um, on a cruise next year. That's one of the things I'm doing. That's why I'm working so hard on losing my man titties and shit. Because I want to go on a cruise. And I always wanted to go with somebody on a cruise. But I just feel like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm going to just go by myself and enjoy it. Because I'm kind of a loner. 
and I don't like to do stuff on my own, and I don't like to make plans and shit on my own because I feel like, man, I gotta be an adult, and I don't like adulting all the time. But you know what? I think I'm gonna go on a cruise. I'm scared to go on a cruise. I can't swim, so I'm really scared. But I'm gonna say fucking to go anyway. Maybe you should take some lessons. You can take what? I could take. You know, I you know that's, I'm gonna put that on my uh, my list. I'm gonna go start going to the Y and learn how to swim. Cause all these motherfuckers like you can just float cause you're buoyant. I'm like how? <laughs> like for real? I'm, man, the first time I tried to swim, man, my son, this motherfucker was like seven. He's backstroking and going under doing handstands and shit. And I'm in the shallowest part of the lake with my hand in the fucking sand trying to like float. You know what I'm saying? Don't laugh. <laughs> Dude, my three-year-old can float. Well, you know what? Maybe some. Maybe I should have. I have black parents. We won't buy water. Maybe if I had somebody throw me in the pool when I was a kid and learn, I probably would have learned. Learn. That's, that's how everybody learned. Everybody I know that learned white how to people. swim today. White people get white lessons. People. Now, see, I've always heard white people. White people I know, oh, my dad just threw me in the fucking lake when I was a kid. Those are hillbillies. We're talking about white people. Like real white Like people. Caucasians. Yeah. Oh. Is there, is there a difference? I just kind of, you know, I, maybe I should stop labeling all white people as just white people and start being specific. Uh, with every race, hello, brown girl over here yeah. that is definitely you not are a brown definitely girl. not a lick of. Well, you are Mexican, but I don't ever. I don't think you ever done anything Mexican around me. I don't think I've ever seen you with a Mexican. I drink Coronas. <laughs> uh, when I used to drink, I drink Hennessy. So I do black shit. You know, Hennessy and apple juice. I do black shit. I save my fucking Kroger bags. You know what I'm saying? I save my fucking Ziploc bags. All this shit. I took up enough of your time because your phone's getting blown up and <laughs> this is funny. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you. You should come back. I'm going to go get high and I don't know, sit here and be lame. I don't drink anyway though. They got me drunk a couple of weekends ago and like I couldn't even drive home. I don't drink and it's been like three years since I drank and I had to get driven home. And shit. With your vegan pizza. With my vegan pizza, bro. I took my look. Okay, you wanna know what's funny? This is funny. Okay, so our friend, uh, he gave me some of his weed and shit, right? So I put it in the Newport box. You know what I'm saying? So I put it in my car. I was drunk and fucked up and high as shit in this night. So I'm like, I can't drive. So my ex, she's like, I'm gonna take him home. So I go to the car and I grab a Newport box, right? I grab one put my keys in there right so i'm in the car i'm like drunk as fuck i'm fidgeting and i'm like oh shit i left the weed i was going to florida i grab a newport box right so i put it in my pocket i come home all drunk fuck pass out on the couch wake up I'm like yo i'm gonna smoke some fucking weed right i go to newport box nothing's in the newport box i'm like oh fuck so i text her i'm like hey uh i think i dropped the weed in your car she's like no nah, it's not in the car so she takes me to go get my car you go back to the bar the newport box is outside and it's raining the weed is still in it not wet at all. It has cellophane. But it's just crazy. Like, it was a Newport box. So I told her, I was like, I bet you if it was a Mar Marlboro box, it would have picked it up. But it was a Newport box. They didn't even open it. I was surprised the weed was still there. Would you like to say anything before we go? All right. We out this bitch. Peace. All right, everybody. That was the conclusion to the interview with my. Uh, she's in Vegas right now, living it up. And I'm really, really fucking jealous of her right now uh hopefully she'll be back on the podcast i did talk to her uh right before she left and uh she said she would love to come back and i would love for her to come back i'm pretty sure some of y'all would love for her to come back the feedback was real good that i got so yeah um it is 420 <clears throat> 
I've been getting fucking ripped all day. I got up at like 9, 10 o'clock in the morning like I normally do. Uh, just, and just been getting ripped all day, hitting balls. Uh, ain't been smoking blunts, ain't been smoking joints. You know what I mean? Just been hitting the balls. <clears throat> you know, because every day is 420 for me. You know what I'm saying? Every day is 420. I sit in the house and do the same shit. So, you know, but whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I'll probably release another podcast in between the week just because gotta keep myself busy gotta keep myself occupied and a lot of stuff just going on so Floyd's world podcast episode 15 in the books i am floyd solo and i want everybody to enjoy their week weekend and i will see y'all next week peace about the incident at the New York knockout, if he can explain it. <laughs> even though you people already know, even though you've already been informed about the biggest plot, the biggest conspiracy, the biggest scam and con in the history of sports, a lot of people across the country are still going, why Jim Cornette, why Midnight Express? You stabbed your friends in the back. Hey, I didn't stab my friends in the back because they're standing right here in front of you. <laughs> These are the only friends I've got. They didn't stab their friends in the back because we're all three together. And that's all that matters. That's the only people we've ever cared about before. And that's the only people we care about now. When we had fans cheering for us, fans supporting us, we didn't have the World Tag Team Championship. We had it twice without you. That means you people aren't even good enough to get us the belts when we deserve them. It's your fault that we haven't been champions. I'll tell you something else. Dynamic dudes, we saw you on the horizon. Right now, you're inexperienced. You may not pose a threat, but next year you might have, and that's why we decided to hop on you and nip you in the bud before you got started. We remembered back to the Rock and Roll Express and, and the Fantastics and the teams that have given us the most trouble, and the dudes looked like they might be the best ones of the bunch, but not anymore because we demoralized you guys. And you know what? I think we're finished with the whole bunch of them, Stan. Jimmy, I think... <laughs> do you realize that I almost ruined my reputation as a gangster of love by having to hug and kiss all those ugly, pimply face, stretch marks, fat broads. You, do you realize that I would have been banned for life from the dollhouse in Myrtle Beach if I had known about this? Nobody's going to derail the Midnight Express because we're the greatest team in professional wrestling and the real Midnight Express is back.